But I also want you to be the best human being that you want to be as well. So I really came to a point where I was like, I want to break um, these paradigms right now. Why are we living a life of compromise? Like, I want to help children have the best start to their life. Yeah, all right, every cent of profit from the book is going to go towards Solomon feeding kids. So getting a copy of the book, you're going to be feeding one child, and I want that to be the driving force. Like Brian Muncy is probably the smartest guy I know. Trust me, Muncy is the nutrition guy. Ryan Muncy's out there trying to make the world better for all of us. The Optimal Performance Podcast is bold, edgy, creative, entertaining, and epic. Ryan Muncy is my go-to guy. Ryan Muncy is the first guy I call. He's making people's lives better. Ryan Muncy's an innovator. You are listening to the Optimal Performance Podcast. The OPP is brought to you by Natural Stacks, makers of 100% natural and open source supplements designed to help you live optimal. For more information on how to build optimal mental and physical performance into your life, go to naturalstacks.com. All right, guys, really fun episode for you today. Uh, A few months ago at the Bulletproof Conference, I was finally able to catch up in person and sit down with a guy who I have been corresponding with uh, virtually for well over a year now, Mr. Chris Dufay. Chris is an amazing human being, and he has done a lot of successful things in the health and fitness space. He helps online fitness coaches uh, take their businesses to scale and live the lives that they want to live. He is so passionate and so caring. Um, And he has a new book coming out. It's called Craving the Truth. The book is everything that he has learned from interviewing hundreds of nutrition and health and fitness experts. And the book is going to be a great book. It's coming out uh, soon. We talk about the release on this show. But the thing that I find most fascinating about this book is that Chris will not make a dime from the book. All of the proceeds from the book will go to charity to help underprivileged kids uh, get the meals that they need to you know, get the nutrition that they need to have the energy to you know, set themselves up for the best possible lives. And uh, that's a really cool thing. Not a lot of people would put everything into a book the way Chris has and then turn around and not make a dime off of it. So Uh, The book is Craving the Truth. We'll have links on the show notes for this if you want to follow up with Chris and uh, follow him on Instagram, Twitter, get involved with his movement and mission, support that in any way, buy the book, whatever. Uh, Okay, so before we turn it over to Chris, a couple of housekeeping notes. As always, go to naturalstacks.com. You'll be able to see the, this time we do have video. This was an in-person interview, so we've got great video. Uh, you'll even get to hear a few of the planes fly by in Santa Monica and we'll have show notes, links, resources, all that stuff for you there. Go to iTunes. Uh, we love your reviews. They help a lot. And finally, uh, if you didn't hear the last episode, uh, this is one of my final episodes as host of the OPP. Uh, I will be launching my own podcast called the better human project in January, and you'll be able to find it on iTunes. Better Human Project, or search my name, Ryan Muncy. Uh, Hosting the Optimal Performance Podcast has been a dream come true. It has been an extreme honor and a pleasure. I am incredibly grateful for this opportunity, and uh, I will miss you guys. If you want to continue to listen to me and what you've been accustomed to here, 
I'll be doing very similar stuff over at the Better Human Project with the added uh, benefit of taking what we do and giving back 50% of all proceeds from that podcast will be going to charities. Um, whether it's the research, funding, the research of our guests, people like Rhonda Patrick or Dominic Diagostino, uh, or going to veteran organizations, uh, children who get bicycles or coats at Christmas and otherwise wouldn't. Sometimes it'll be food insecure families, uh, whatever. So be better, do better. That's the mission over there. And Here's Chris. Enjoy the OPP. Chris, thanks for hanging out with us. Thank you so much, brother. It's always so good to hang out with you. We finally gotten to connect face to face after a while now, and yeah. I'm ready to rock. It's gonna be fun. So we've known each other for about a year, mostly through virtual conversations, and this week we've gotten to spend a lot of time together in person. You've got a new book coming out. We're gonna talk a lot about the book, Craving the Truth. Before we do that, your Twitter bio, for our listeners who may not be familiar with you, so that means you have 140 characters or less to tell them who you are. I help people build the body and business that they love. Well done. That was way under. <laughs> How'd you get involved in that? And I guess maybe give us like a short version of, of what you've been doing the last five or 10 years. All right, awesome. Like in a really simple nutshell, I wasn't great at school. I was always athletic, I was really overweight. That held me back a lot. It really hurt my self-esteem and what I wanted to do. Uh, and then when I finished school, I got into the gym. I went with a mate and we started training at the gym, fell in love with it. My athletic self really started to shine there. I transformed my own body. As I was going through that, I got like a pretty high-end kind of like nine to five job when I left school saw very quickly that I was not suited for that and hated it and then decided that I wanted to become a personal trainer. Uh, I be equipment job, I uh, became a barman. I actually became the cellarman as well because I was the only dude that could actually carry the keg. So I'd be the cellarman setting everything up in the morning, the barman, and then I'd study to become a personal trainer at night. And then I became a PT at the age of 18. And since then I've run personal training businesses in Sydney, uh, in Dubai, and now I live in Bali uh, with my family. I have two beautiful daughters, gorgeous wife, and I'm really enjoying growing two different businesses where one business I help health and fitness professionals build the face-to-face and online business that they want, but I also really still have that passion for health and fitness, and that's why I wanted to write Craving the Truth and why uh, my company, My Body Blends, we help do the coaching and we do nutrition products as well. And it was because I've always had a passion, and we we're talking about this earlier, where I've wanted to learn and share. I've never wanted to come, I've never tried to come from from like a guru's perspective. I'm just like, hey, I've gone through this. If I can help you, awesome. Like, let's make sure that you go on the right path that best suits you. Don't get caught up in the million different things. And that's why I wanted to write Craving the Truth right now, because I've seen people for over 12 years now struggle to get their results in the gym. And I came from the point of view with this book as well, as in, yes, I understand that most people want to lose weight. They want to get in better shape. They want to feel better. They want to be uh, more attractive to others, all that stuff. I call that the ego. They, the ego's playing that. That's cool. Let's understand that right now. Do you know what I mean? Let's play to that. Right. But I also want you to be the best human being that you want to be as well. Right. I want you to do the things that is going to have you live the life that you want. People counting calories, 
pulling their calorie tracking app out at every single meal, getting caught up in the shit that is just gonna waste their time and not right. get them to the end results. I don't want that because I want you to be able to actually best utilize every second of the day of your life. Right, and one of the things that, that we've talked about is how whatever people's pursuit is, whether it's to lift a certain number of pounds or you know lose a certain percentage of body fat or those those are like ego or more superficial goals and, and a lot of times it, it's been a part of my life it's been a part of your journey um, and most people that we've been able to help is when they achieve that it's like oh great but you're, you're still you yeah right you're still you and that's where that higher level work comes in and, and I think that's where we resonate and click because yeah. you know we understand that and that's that's what really excites us yeah. and that's where you're doing most of your work Totally, and it was especially coming from being a personal trainer, helping others, that was great. Then I wanted to take that next level. I was actually coaching a lot of people to uh, be physique athletes, step on stage, going to photo shoots. And then I was like, well, I, I think it's time for me to do it. I was like, oh, I'm, I'm not really training for anything. Like I was training and I was eating well, but I never had a real goal. I was like, no, I want to dive deeper. So I started competing. I competed in London, in Denmark, and in Australia as a fitness model. And it was after my last competition, I was like, why? Why am I doing this? And what am I sacrificing right now for whatever it is? And there is a right way to do it. And if people want to um, do it, become a physique model, an athlete and compete, that's cool, that's great. But everyone is going to stop at some point. And this is even why I wrote this book in knowing that I'm going to have some doing serious fitness bunnies and I'm going to have some people that want to do it, lose some weight, feel better about themselves and everyone's going to be able to use this because even the people that are on the more advanced side right now and like especially speaking side, the OPP listeners, do you know what I mean? Right. We know these people have switched on. So let's talk to them and let's say, all right, we know you want to be optimizing your life, your body and your brain, everything that's going on right now. But even in that, I don't want you caught up in counting calories, macros, all that kind of stuff. There's still going to be a point where you're going to want to shift to something else in life. And that's for me. I was like, well, I want to be the best father. I want to be the best husband. I want to be the best friend. I want to be the best entrepreneur that I can be. I want to wear all these hats. Why do I have to live a life of compromise? Why do I, because me being a father means I get a dad bod. Do you know what I mean? That I get out of shape. Why does... Um, building a business mean I can't spend time with my family and I we can't travel around the world. So I really came to a point where like, I wanna break um, these paradigms right now. Why are we living a life of compromise? And that sucked when I really thought about this because I was like, okay, I wanna want start breaking these right now. And so far I'm able to run two businesses. We're living around the world. Uh, my family gets to come with me in each and every step. We get to sit down and have this conversation. I get to put this under the umbrella of work right now, which is fucking phenomenal. Right. So swearing. Um, we have a little E next to the show okay. on iTunes, so you're allowed to say whatever Epic. you want. So um, it's crazy how that little red E. Yeah. Gives, <laughs> we can do whatever it's, 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 it's actually a green light to say whatever you want. No, so but for our listeners, this is yeah. a, a testament to what you just said about your family. Like they were at the Bulletproof conference on Saturday yeah. or Sunday when you guys came by. Yeah. We had coffee this morning at the Bulletproof shop. And they came and <laughs> like a whirlwind. Your, your your daughters are so beautiful and Sonny, his 
A year old? Uh, she's 20 months. 20 months, she was eating a bite-sized bulletproof collagen bar and just awesome. crushing fat water <laughs> with the biggest smile on her face. She loves it, uh, which I thought was just so adorable. You know, the funny story is actually we went to a birthday party and she's she got given like a lolly bag and like a lolly and she like she looked at it and she didn't eat it. That's lolly she didn't know. For not yeah, okay, yeah. She didn't know it was it was like food, edible, do you know what I mean? She, was, like, she didn't even know what it was. No, it wasn't. Um <laughs> and I, I don't want to be the parent of and this is something that I want to kind of bring into this world yep. as well, especially let's talk about like nutrition and weight loss. I being a father of daughters, I don't want them to grow up seeing a world where food is restrictive. There's good food. There's bad food. There's um, you count you you count food in calories and all this stuff. I want them to have a very healthy relationship with food, and that does mean sometimes we're going to go out. Do you know what I mean? And we might eat like stuff that we might not eat all the time. So how do you plan to do that? Well, I, I think that's a crucial thing. I want to. I definitely see. Um, with my daughters, especially Ali, because she's four and Sunny's 20 months. Like, I, I, we're seeing her doing character come out. She has to be educated and make her own decision. I don't want to make the decision for her. I'm just going to lay it out on, on the table and say, you, you decide. Um, and I'm going to say, hey, look, I enjoy eating this because of this. I don't eat that much of this because of this. What do you want? And I can see her making the, the decisions. Um, and sometimes if she says like she wants something sweet let's go for it do you know what I mean and it's funny because she's turned around um, the last time she, uh, I forgot what she ate she had a donut she had a donut it was for her birthday she's like oh, I want a pink donut I was like, yeah sweet let's go get a donut um, and she ate it and it wasn't that long after and she's like, she's like dad the tummy sore she's like I think it was the donut <laughs> <laughs> and it was just funny seeing that connection of what's going on and say dinner time is I want to be able to put the food out there and then decide what food they want to eat. Like, who am I to decide what they eat? Are they hungry right now? How much should they eat? And this is where I talk to in the book as well. Like, me growing up, I was a part of that. I called it the clean plate club. Do you know what I mean? Right. You had to eat all your food right. on your plate. Right. I grew up with that. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, well, why? Like, maybe I'm not hungry right now. Maybe I don't want that. And it's it's really interesting seeing um, people and learning to like intuitively eat because so much of us now and I understand there is a place for people to have a plan to follow right and this is where I use actually in craving the truth I'm like okay the first 14 days we call it a metabolic prime I'm going, we're going to help you prime your metabolism right now to burn body fat drop inflammation start putting you in the right habits from there we're going to start giving you some principles to start doing putting food back in place and enjoying it as you go along. So you find, I'm not going to be able to give you the answer. I can't give you the answer. I believe no one can give you the answer. Right. We can set you on the right path and help you along the way. We can give you the tools so that you can figure out the right answer for yourself. Yeah, yeah, totally. And it's really simple when you start getting into it and people are starting, like everyone that's going through this plan right now is losing weight ridiculously quickly Yes, at the start, it's going to be water weight and glycogen. Yeah, of course, get it. And there's a thing like we don't use the scale weight as the primary means. I still do use scale weight in there, but I say, and we have this a part of the actual membership where they log in, there's scale weight, girth measurements, and a photo. And you can 
um, same day of the week, same time of the day, same distance from the camera, everything's universal so you can right. actually see the changes of what's going on. Then there's the accountability portion to make sure that you follow through and have the help. So you say log in, is there uh, some sort of a group that people can uh, be a part of after buying the book or reading yeah, the book? Yeah, so actually a part of getting the book is you get um, access into a free download section because right. I saw the book as in this is kind of like a, a really good piece of information that you can take, but let's be perfectly honest, you're not gonna carry your book around with you everywhere. I can't put everything in the book. And as we actually update and learn and as, do you mean, life progresses, evolves, I wanna update that and I wanna keep a part of it. So with the book comes a free download section uh, where you can actually get like recipes, guides, meal plans, workouts, extra information, videos, and also the part where you can get the accountability. I want to dive into some of these principles that yeah. are in the book, but before we do that, I think it's amazing what you're doing with the book. So it, it may sound like, you know, Chris is here to plug his book. He is. I think it's a great book. I want people to see it, but you're not making a dime off of this book. No. Yeah. So I turned around not long after again, going back to the whole like paradigm breaking um, questions that I wanted to keep asking. Everybody says, uh, you don't write a book to make money. And I looked at that and I went, hmm, why? Okay, there are a very small percentage of authors that will get, do you mean, a $500,000, do you mean, right. have this, write the book for us. Cool. I want to say, and it came back to the impact that we were talking about before. I was like, I want a bigger impact in the world. Pretty sure it was after listening to like Diamandis or something like that. I was like, I need a bigger <laughs> impact in the world. And what's the legacy that I'm going to leave? And so anyway, I've had um, some work done with a charity called Solomon. Uh, that's in Bali and I've always wanted to start a foundation and I've called it Sunny Start. So actually after um, uh, Lauren birthing Sunny, everything that came about was just really inspirational for me and I was like, I want to help children have the best start to their life. So I'm currently in the works of getting sunglasses made. I'm going to have a really like kind of like elite boutique, like not very many line of sunglasses made and I want to be like, the future is bright, wear Sunny. And I want to be able to help children all over the world, but I don't want to do it from the point of view of like, I want to empower the right people to do the right things. Mm -hmm. I saw Solomon doing an absolutely fantastic job with what they were doing. I went out with them and spent a day doing like food drops, feeding kids, seeing on the ground what was going on and what they did, where the money went, what foods were they getting, how were they operating, and I loved what they did. Uh, so then I said, all right, every cent of profit from the book is going to go towards Solomon feeding kids. So getting a copy of the book, you're going to be feeding one child and I want that to be the driving force. Like take care of yourself, use the book, get in great shape, be a great person, but you know what? There's a bigger cause. And that's for a month, right? Feeds a child for a month or? Near about, uh, yeah, depending on the cost of foods and fluctuations right. and stuff like that. But yeah. But that's, I mean, that's such a, a win, 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 whatever, however many wins yeah. it is because yeah. You get to make impact, the reader of the book gets to learn, and it helps these young kids. Right? Totally. It's amazing. So take us through a few of the principles uh, after the 14-day kind of reset. Super basic principles that I boiled it down to were four things. One, eat nutrient whole dense foods, straight up. Number two, move every day. Um, number three was bridge your nutrition gap because we can't get all of the nutrition that we need to be able to thrive, not just survive, mm -hmm. from the foods that we eat. So I do see doing the world of supplementation have to come into the part smartly and four, level up your lifestyle. So eat nutrient holding foods isn't just eat clean. It isn't just eat these foods, not these foods. It's 
focus on eating these foods first. So we use like a PBFC meal model. So it's like your proteins, your veggies, your carbs, your fats. So we can kind of break the foods down so you understand where they sort of are. We can use this model and why I wanted to call it a model because you can keep it really basic and say, all right, on a plate, I want some protein, I want some um, fibrous veggies, do you know what I mean? I want some carbs, I want some fats, we're good to go. And I, I don't, we don't use calories, we don't use, uh, like, do you, you saw me use my hands right now because that's a way that we kind of like quickly have a look at oh, how much should I eat. Right. Once you've got that down, because it's a rough amount, then you can go by, how do I feel? Right. Um, then with, if you want to go more advanced, you can use like nutrient timing. Okay, do I want a PVC model? proteins, veggies, carbs. So I'm gonna have a carb heavy meal now, it might be post-training, it might be carb backloading, whatever it is. So I've right. kind of like fitted it into different models. So however deep or complex people wanna go, totally. it's it's within that system. Totally, so you can start right. super basic, you're gonna understand, I need some, do you know what I mean? I need yeah. some protein, I need some veggies, I need some carbs, I need some fats, fantastic. Then you can progress from there and go in depth. With the move everyday concept, I just looked at the yang and the yin. So I went, yang, you need your weight training, yin, you need to start moving. And for me, I can be very yang dominant. I can be really, I just want to pump volume in the gym and I'm gonna be great and I'll go too far. And then, but I need the inside. So that's why I love going for my morning walks. I really enjoy like stretching. Yoga is good, but I haven't really found my love and depth for it. Right. Um, but then it's just like moving. Jump on a bicycle, go for a surf, take your dog for a walk, go play with your kids. And it's just literally moving, doing what our bodies are made so we're not sitting down for too long with it as well. Right. And I think more than most people, you embody that. I see it all the time. You're uh, on your Instagram post, your Facebook post. You're, it's like everyone, you're either walking yeah. uh, or you're riding a bike or you're outside. Yeah. I really, and it's made such a difference for me because it's not cardio. Like right. it, my morning walks aren't cardio. And this is the thing, like, Yes, I can make some tweaks once you want to start like learning to um, break some rules or go a little bit more advanced. Maybe I want to take some caffeine and L-tyrosine before my walk journey to start getting some, um, let's call it like catch a coal mines, let's call it some stress response coming from something like that. It's going to help, do you know what I mean? A fat burning kind of like mechanism kick in or I'm just going, oh, I'm, I'm just lumbering along. Do you know what I mean? I'm walking along, listening to podcasts or audio books. It's my time by myself where I get to think and do that as well, but again, I get to move. You mentioned something earlier, like breaking paradigms. I think one that I would love to have you elaborate on is the idea of, you know, being an entrepreneur means that you don't get time with your family. Because that's something I've seen firsthand this week where, you know, you, you've been able to set some boundaries and, you know, this is family time. You know, there's no work going on here. Talk about how you're able to sort of break that paradigm or, or, or what things you've done intentionally to make that so. Perfect example, we're like straight after we finish this, you know, I'm on the bike, I'm back home, cooking dinner, family time, like dinner time with the family, something really important to me. And I've found for myself that structure provides a lot of freedom that I love the structure, I love routine. I can be the person that goes too much routine and I need to, I need to kind of like a hedonic calendar, mm -hmm. need to put in, break routine at these parts, like consciously go, okay, Chris, what do I need to do to get away from what's going on? Like why I'm enjoying being in LA for a month. I mean, I'm in a completely different location, seeing new people, doing different things. I kind of had to set apart, like, okay, what, how am I gonna run my days right now? Um, when you ask that question, my brain kind of went to the, okay, I remember when I was living in Sydney, running a PT business, 
I would, were in a place where I was like, I just wasn't that happy. I was burnt out from being a face-to-face trainer and I felt like we were going into that whole, do you know what I mean? Like, I did marry my high school sweetheart. Um, we, she had just fallen pregnant. We just bought our second home. I, I kind of saw that whole white picket fence coming into life and I was like, this isn't us. And so when I had the opportunity to move to Dubai and start a business there, like I grabbed it with both hands and literally went like, I burned my boat when I had to do that. Right. And it's been an evolution where I've wanted to be like, I want my family to come along with me. I want my girls, I want my children, I want my wife to be there as we go through this adventure together. I really do look at life as an adventure and go, how are you riding your adventure right now? And what are you doing with it? And I'm very blessed that I have built the businesses where we can go around the world. Do you know what I mean? I just need some half decent internet connection. Like I've been living in Bali for three years and the internet's not fantastic there. I'm pretty sure we've had Skype calls that have cut out. And um, I'm able to run it that way. But it's, it is simply by uh, goal and context. Do you know what I mean? Right. What's a goal that you want? How are you going to design it? And I think it's simply opening up your mind right now and saying like, okay, I want that. There are going to be questions. There is, it's a puzzle to get there. How do I solve my puzzle to get there right now? And that's where I've really wanted to, I know I polarize a lot of people, especially in the business world where I'm like, I say like, look, if you're a personal trainer and you're running say like a one-on-one face-to-face business right now, if you leave your business and you want to go on holidays, you're sick, you want some time off, whatever it is, and you're not earning money, I don't call that you being a business owner. Right. I see that as a job. It's a hobby that makes money or a job. It's right? a job. Right. Like, do you know what I mean? You don't have the freedom for it. And I think especially in this world and what how the world is changing with the online and the economy and just the way we're interacting with each other and buying, that there is some really big changes going on that I think a lot of people, if they don't start like getting on board, are going to miss out big time, especially in the health and fitness world. Because the way I see it is in there's a lot of information out there. Like the first quote that I put in Craving the Truth and I emailed Derek Sivers to make sure I can put it in there. He was more than happy was if it were just more information that we would need, we'd all be billionaires with perfect apps. Right. It's not about more information. It's more about, okay, how do I give you what exactly that you need? How do I give you the right plan? What do you need to know so you can get done? And how can I help you so you don't get stuck? And that's where I wanted to write this book because there's a lot of weight loss books out there and this isn't a weight loss book. I kind of Trojan horse it a little bit because <laughs> it is, but at the same time, I want to give you the the principles that you can use. I want to help you with where you're at right now, understand what it is that you need to do and how it's so in writing the book, I know you interview a ton of experts. You've got over 220 sources, I think was the last number I saw. Yeah, I think it's 221. So what was the biggest Really good question. I'm so happy you asked that. I came at it originally thinking it was going to be like nutrition and training. And when I started diving into the mindset of everything, it all opened up. And I was like, this, there is so much going on right now from um, how your subconscious works to how your brain works with the foods that you eat. Do you know what I mean? Why is your willpower not something that you should be relying on? How do you work around that? Do you know what I mean? Um, what is it with that the, when you go shopping at the right time or the wrong time, how does that work? And even to the fact, I touch upon this and I didn't want to go deep because I don't feel like I'm that, um, 
educated into it and I haven't evolved a lot into it just yet. But even thinking about the placebo effect, the placebo in the medical world is a clear, it, it's there and right. it happens. Do right. you know what I mean? And that's a drug. Food's a drug. Mm-hmm. Why isn't it that if somebody really thinks, for instance, the way that I look at this, there are going to be a lot of people, because I think this was me, was, okay, I, I'm not good with carbs. Carbs mean I'm going to get fat, okay? So if they eat food and it's a carb-laden meal, do you think knowing the placebo effect is in doing existence, right. that the foods that they're eating could have an effect there could be a negative or a positive outcome depending on how they emotionally see it and everything that's going on right now. It isn't just, okay, do you know I mean carbs are good, carbs are bad. There is something that's going on with, with your eating. Right. We all see food as different and I talk a lot into that. That was one of the biggest chapters of the book that I dived into and it just kept evolving, evolving, evolving because I wanted to like touch upon that. But then as I learned more, I saw how deep the rabbit whole goes right. and I had to chase that rabbit down there because I felt it really needed to be answered for this book to actually be whole nice that answer's in the book yeah so you gotta get the book for that yeah. <laughs> stop that question there and, and you gotta check out the book um, what misconceptions or, or what is the biggest misconception that people have about the, tr- the truth that's really good and I asked a lot of people that I interviewed that. Yeah. Because I was like, I am shocked at some of the people you were able to interview. Like I saw, I've seen some of the names. I'm like, how the hell did he get that? (laughs) Yeah, it's been really cool. Um, I don't want a blanket statement in. I don't want to be like, okay, a lot of people think they should be doing a low carb. Um, and they shouldn't. I don't want to say because then people are going to latch onto that and run with oh, oh carbs are cool, right? Or like keto, doing as we were talking about before. Keto is a really big thing right now, but I'm finding and I'm getting a lot of messages just from people following and being a part of this journey right now that they're doing it and it's not working. That doesn't mean keto's bad. Um, I want to answer this question and say the biggest misconception is somebody is going to try to find a silver bullet. It's not there. It's you have to take responsibility for your body, for your health, for the results that you get in your life. And you can find an easy and simple solution, but you're going to have to try and find it. And that's where using the right sources to get there is what's needed. Beautiful. Where can people get the book? The best place to go is to mybodyblends.com forward slash free book. You can actually get a copy of the uh, first chapter for free. Um, make sure you like it. You're actually going to get some little bit of goodies in there. We've got some uh, video guides walking you through. Um, so make sure you understand. You can actually dive into it all as well. And the book's going to be on Amazon. Plus, if you get the free chapter of the book, you'll get the special link to get on discount as well. We'll have the link on the show notes for you guys, naturalstacks.com, for the blog post for this. We'll have links to the book, uh, some of the studies, and some of the resources that we've mentioned here. Um, of course, go to iTunes, leave us a five-star review. When we read your review on the air, we will send you a little care package as a thank you. Share the OPP with the people in your life who you know will benefit from and enjoy the things that we're talking about here. Let's go two or three more questions. Yeah. Uh, were there any surprises? Was there anything that was just like, wow, I did not expect to find that or see that? All the time, all the time. My own beliefs and how I view things and how I coach people has dramatically changed yeah. from actually starting. So I think What's been the biggest change? 
Um, just the, the holistic view in which I look upon how, what does somebody need to be able to get an end result? Mm -hmm. um, and that's where it was just, it was evolving as I wrote and as I learned and then I went back, I've, I've gone back and I've deleted like thousands of words and went, got to do that again. Do you know what I mean? Because things are evolving right now. And even I was just saying before, that I'm going to be making a few more changes to it and then my editor's going to want to just chop me up because I keep going, oh no, I'm changing this, I'm changing this because I'm learning more and that's where I'm going to go, okay, I know these last few changes have to go in there, um, I'm going to stop it there, that's why I want to do like the free bonuses section so I can continuously update people as we go along in it and then we'll see what happens down the path. Um, do you have a release date? 10th of 4th of December. 4th of December, okay. So if people go to that site now, they're gonna get on the pre-order list. Totally, so you'll right. get the free chapter, um, start off with, you'll get the goodies, um, and you'll be on the VIP list, and then when obviously it comes along, you'll get all the fun stuff. All right, last question, the one that every guest has to answer. Oosh. Your top three tips to live optimal. Uh, be conscious of the decisions you make. Mm -hmm. Love yourself, and love others. Easy enough, right? Probably more powerful when embodied <laughs> live like that, right? So easier said than awesome. Chris, thanks for hanging out with us. Thank you, brother. Thank you guys for being here. We'll catch you guys next week. Done.